All right, y'all, welcome back to our next episode of Ask the Elders Anything. I'm Pastor Blake, and this is Pastor Scott. And uh, this is our, our question for the month of September. And today's question is, how should Christian parents teach their kids to engage in a world that is increasingly hostile to the things of God? Who? that's a big one. That is a big question. Big- Question and a big answer. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, no doubt. And I think we probably ought to think about it not only as students, but even parents as well, because it's not only students that have to deal with this. Certainly they do, mm-hmm. but even adults, we have to deal with it just as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I heard it say um, somewhere that, uh, that one of the cool things about Christianity is that it's the only religion that it's okay that we're always in process. Yeah. And so, and so I love that. that we know It's not like once we're parents, we arrive, and now right. we're done. Now just chronicle my wisdom, children. You yes. know, it's like we're all in this together, right? Yeah, so, it's good. Um, and so, yeah, so especially children, though, as we're, as we're teaching them, uh, there are specific things that the Scriptures have to say around parenting. This is true, yeah. There are some that, that point us directly to them. I think you and I had talked just previously about those, and I think you had one right off the bat that you just yeah. you just threw out to us, and I thought that's perfect. So, I mean, the first one that came to mind was actually in Proverbs. So it's Proverbs uh, chapter 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Yeah, you know, it's one that we as parents really kind of always rely on, right? Because we're like, God, you, you've put this in here, and I'm going to lean on this. And and so I guess the question that would probably have, and probably people that listen to us even today uh, and in the future, go, well, if I train them up, does that mean they're going to follow Jesus? Does that mean they're going to be Christians? Right. And what would you say to that, Pastor? I mean, the, the answer is probably, but not necessarily. Because, yeah. because the thing to remember about Proverbs is that Proverbs is what we call wisdom literature. Yeah. It's not a promise that God is making. It's There are things that are generally true. If you follow them, so yep. so Christians, you know that that are, are raised in Christian homes tend to become Christians themselves because of the very thing that you were talking about before—that all of life is discipleship, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and so if, if if I'm raising my children to to love football as well, you know, whether it's Mississippi State or Tennessee, whoever it is, right? Yeah. Um, that uh, that they're also going to learn the things that are are important to me are going to become important to them as well. Yeah. You know, we talk a lot about here uh, discipling people to the cross, right. and so we're not necessarily discipleship doesn't start after you become a Christian. I mean, it does, but we want to disciple people to Jesus as they are. And we say we're piling kindling around our children so that we we pray that the Holy Spirit will light that kindling up. And so we're discipling them to the cross and after they become Christians as well. Yeah, I use that phrase all the time, piling kindling around them, waiting for the the Holy Spirit to light the, to spark that flame, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know that uh, John wrote wrote about this, or Matthew wrote about this in... um, Uh, chapter 10, he says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And so that kind of goes along in what we're talking about. And as persecution kind of kicks up a little bit, and and it's not terrible here in the United States, at least yet, Mm -hmm. but we're seeing it obviously increased hostility or pushback against Christians for For sure, sure. more than we ever have, for sure. And it says, blessed are those who are persecuted for that sake for righteousness sake, because theirs is the kingdom of God. And I think that goes back to, is, is your faith genuine? Mm-hmm. Are, are you willing to walk through this in, even in the middle of persecution? Because it somewhat shows a steadfast, steadfastness right. and even a, a somewhat of an evidence that the Spirit actually lives in with you, it lives in you to, to persevere through that. For sure. And what, and what an encouragement that is. Right? Yeah. I mean, Jesus himself said that if they hate me, they're going to hate you. Yeah. So like that, that's just... That, that comes with the territory of being a of being a Christ follower. I think right? that's imperative for us too, as pastors, to let people know that and to teach that along with the good news of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That with that also comes some difficulty. Right. You know, Jesus didn't promise us all rainbows and 
cotton candy. Right. Uh, he said, you're going to be persecuted. Just like they persecuted me, they'll also persecute you. Right. Yeah. And I think that kind of, and that get, really gets to the heart of the question of, you know, how do we, how are we supposed to train our kids this way? So I think the same thing is true. The, the way that pastors teach our congregants, the same thing as what pa- parents are to do their kids is to train them up in the gospel yeah. and let that be the firm rock on which they stand. And whatever waves may come crashing against them, that solid rock of the gospel is going to give them the lens through which they're able to address any myriad of questions. Yeah. Because you can't just give them a playbook. Okay. If this happens, then answer this. Right. If this happens, then answer this. I mean, yeah. it'd be this thick, and it wouldn't cover even the surface, right? That's right. Um, but if you give them a lens through which to 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 interpret their world, and to to and then give them um, a, a way to ha- to give a defense to the hope that is within them, like we yeah. read Peter, right? Then uh, that's gonna they're gonna be able to defeat anything that comes to, to yeah. And them. I think just that expectation that hey, this will be coming to you. Expect this to come, but that doesn't mean that we stop. That and what that really means is hey, hey, the, the Spirit's gonna be with you. The Holy Spirit is living in you. If you're a Christian, uh, the Holy Spirit will lead you. He will guide you. He will lead you into all truth, even if you get some opposition, right. which you will get some opposition mm-hmm. to the things you say or the things you believe. And so, uh, I, I think it's imper- it is imperative for us to to tr- to train our children in not only the things to say, but how to handle the reactions of people they might encounter. For sure. Yeah. So, so when we're talking about training, like what are some like, like super practical, like what am I like tomorrow? What could, what is one thing I could do tomorrow to, to bring this about in my children? Yeah. I think some of the things, just the kind of the low bar things are one, pray with your children, Mm -hmm. right? You know, uh, pray, let them see you pray, remind them when the, the Holy Spirit, when, when God chooses to answer prayers that you might have prayed together, point that out to them and go, God is real. He is hearing what you say. And so when we take these things to him, he hears us and he responds. See how he answered this prayer or that prayer, I think is one of the imperative things that we do. Secondly, I think it is um, uh, set your life in a way that the things of God become important, whether that's seeing you read the Bible, reading the Bible with your children, or, or even attending a church gathering. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's setting that as a high value is uh, really important to go, okay, well, I see other things are important. My dad gives time to other things, uh, and I see that he's also doing it for church time, time to go and worship the Lord. I think that's one of the big things as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I've heard it said that this is in the scripture, but it's, someone told me oh, what's important is what gets done, right? Yeah. And yeah. so when um, and what 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 we do shows what's important to us, yeah, right? Yeah. And so so if I'm spending much more time, you know, watching football than I am in my Bible, what does that show my kids is actually important to yeah. me, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it that, doesn't mean you don't enjoy football for sure. Enjoy your games, go to a game, watch yeah. a game on TV, those kind of things. It just shouldn't should not set as our highest values. Highest value, absolutely, a value yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but of high, not our, not our highest value, and that's the practical thing. I would recommend is just read the Bible. Read yeah. your Bible with your kids. We yeah. there's wonderful Bibles. Uh, they're actually uh, written specifically for kids. That yeah. we 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 will put one in your hands yeah, if you absolutely. want one. Uh, that are, but they're wonderful. So just uh, and and use those opportunities to be able to sp- speak of things of God with your kids, yeah. knowing that what you're doing is you're laying a firm foundation uh, to which they'll be able to combat any whatever comes at them against the world. That's good. So um, the other the other piece of scripture, the last last thing I'll say um, that comes to mind is in Ephesians uh, chapter six. It talks specifically to fathers. So if, starting in verse 1, it says, Children, obey your parents to the Lord, for this is right. Most parents just stop right there and say amen. Right. right? Uh, but it <laughs> says, Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well for you 
and that you may live long in the land. But then it says in uh, verse 4, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. Yeah. And then Paul even later in Colossians uh, adds that uh, so that they won't be discouraged is, what, is yeah. why he writes that. Yeah. Um, that's so, so that's what we're to do is we're to, to, to raise them up and, and to train them and discipline them in the things of the Lord, knowing that it, it won't lead to discouragement, it won't exasperate them to anger, uh, but it's going to give them that foundation that we've been talking about. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Hey, we've hit our eight minutes. We have hit our eight minutes. Hey, this really just scratches the surface for you guys and even for us to talk about this mm-hmm. topic. It's obviously a very deep topic, but we would just encourage you to uh, to start in these places if you're not already started there. And if there's other things that you go, hey, pastors, I'm already doing these things. What are some other things that we can do to, to build and lay more kindling around our children? Uh, how, will you help us with those things? It'd be our joy to be able of course. to That's why we like get that. to do this together, right? Exactly. exactly. So, yeah. So, um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, keep throwing your questions at us. Uh, we look forward to answering more next month and the months after. Thanks.